Hey listeners, I'm Eric Taylor, and this is The Hair Game. We set up an online voicemail feature on the Hair Game webpage at the link in my Instagram bio, Love Eric Taylor, and the link at the Hair Game podcast account as well. You hit the button that reads start recording and you speak and you can say whatever you want. You give us a review, you can do whatever you want. In order to try this out though, I'm inviting everyone listening to leave your best hair horror story. After listening to all the hair horror stories over the past several months, you must have thought about your own. So I'm inviting you to leave your best hair horror story. You can even do it anonymously. We will take all the funny and educational stories and compile them into their own episode. And then as I normally like to do, I like to gamify things. So the first, fifth, and tenth person who leaves a hair horror story on the voicemail will get a shout out on the hair game Instagram stories. We got like 34, 35,000 followers on that account. We're going to shout you guys out on the stories. We'll like repost something from you. Uh, But of course, if you want to do that, you want to participate in that, you have to leave your Instagram handle on the voicemail. So we know where to find you and we're going to grab your best content and repost it. Okay, let's do this week's Podloot giveaway. This week's Podloot giveaway is a repost of your best photo or video on salonrepublic.creators. That's our big account. That's the one that I run personally. Of course, I run my own personally, but I also run salonrepublic.creators every day. It's 970,000 followers from all over the world. We are going to repost your best photo or video. And of course, I can hear you all out there. You're like screaming. You're like, oh my God, I don't know if I have a good enough picture. Don't worry about it. I will find it, okay? The winner is Danny Van Buren Hair. Danny Van Buren Hair. Danny, DM me and let me know that you heard it, and I will go into your account. I will grab your best stuff, and I'm going to repost you on salonrepublic.creators. All right, now to this great conversation with Ricky Zito. All right, so... Super excited to have you back. You and I have known each other now for a couple of years. Yes. And we did an episode previously. It was episode 35. I wrote that down. Damn, it was that far in? It was that far in. Wow. Yeah, but now we're at 95. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like, it was probably a year ago, a year and a half ago that we did it. And we did it in front of the students at Tony and Guy Academy. You remember that, right? I feel like that kind of, you know, injured it. It could have. You know, when you're in front of people you don't know, then even I'm even I'm a human being, so of course. I uh, I couldn't be my normal person or even say something that I might be worried about offending or you know whatever it is. Right, so. of course, and the same's for me, right? Yeah. When I do kind of a more intimate interview, it's it's totally different. Sometimes I even like speak quieter, you yeah. know, because it's like a more intimate conversation. So if anybody. 95. Yeah, we're at 95. This, I mean, this episode this might be 100 or so. Over, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we're at 95 now, and wow. you know, we'll, we're probably two months in with, with our with content. our content. Where there's a wheel, there's a smith. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, we th- this is this has become a lot of work, man. But it's a lot of fun. Yes. Um, so I'm glad to be sitting down again and speaking more intimately, um, kind of more privately. 
because um, it's a whole different conversation. So if anybody yeah. wants to hear about Ricky's beginnings, uh, they can go back to episode 35. But I don't want to spend our time talking about your beginnings because yeah. those haven't changed From between, the city. <laughs> between 35 yeah. and whatever episode this is going to be. Same shit, different time. Same shit, different time. But I will do a little intro for you. Uh, for those of you who don't know you as well as I do, you're okay. a Matrix artist, yes. right? You've been with them now for probably a year, year and a half, years. two years. Bellamy, yes. B3, yes. and now Booksy. Yes. Anybody I'm not naming? You pay, you pay good attention, man. Nice. No, that's about it right now. Okay. So I did work for a few others, but come and they go. Right. Okay, so I want to talk about the tragedy that you went through. Yes, man. Okay. Oh, Why don't we... It's the first time that I have. In your life. That I've sat and talked about it, really. Got it. Was oh, it the, was it the I first... I did it on a live. Re- on a live, I talked about it. But explained it on camera, uh, being recorded. Yeah. Okay. I haven't done that yet. Well, I want to get into it. Because it's been a sufficient amount of time since then. Nine months. Right. So, um, so why don't we start by you telling everybody what happened. All right. Well, you know, I got in a wreck. <laughs> um, I would like to go into it more, but I had this brain injury. And I just went <laughs> I say that because, like, when I when you meet somebody and they're like, "Oh, you remember me? What's my name?" <laughs> I had a brain injury. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, no, I was riding to work one day. I was actually going to do one of the Matrix bosses' daughter's hair. It just so happened to be that day, uh, and a guy. I was, I was a scooter lover. I've, I've never really had scooters, but since I was in LA, I figured, boom, I can get here, there, fast, quick. Yeah. I could stop on a, a drop of a dime. It was great. I was loving it. You talking really, about the bird scooters? No, I had a uh, ruckus. Okay, a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a ninety mile an hour. Right, scooter. right, right. I remember seeing the picture. Yes. So uh, it made my happiness level go up about three points because <laughs> L.A.'s brutal with traffic, yep. you know? Well, I didn't know that L.A. was one of the most brutal places for bikes, too, at the time. And I was riding down Sunset, going to work, crossing over Highland. I'm riding almost parallel with a UPS truck. Middle of Hollywood. Middle of Hollywood. Me and a UPS truck riding side by side. I'm slowly passing him, coming the opposite way and taking a left onto Highland was a car pulled out in front of the UPS truck. He slammed on his brakes. He was in my blind side, I was in his. I didn't stand a chance. I slammed into the, the back quarter panel of his car. Now, this is what I know from watching the video. I don't remember none of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, right? I woke up ha- eight days later. I was in a seven-day coma. Um, I ended up breaking my neck in three spots. I broke my back in one, my my knee, and I dislocated my shoulder in seven teeth. It was a bad day. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. I'm still here, and it's really, it's been a blessing in disguise, I tell you that much. Uh, it's unreal for me to even think that way or say it, being how upset I was at the beginning about it. Yeah. But in reality, I got to, um, now I appreciate stuff. You know, stuff that I was taking for granted. Here every day I got a, I just got a newer outlook on life. Um, plus with my, 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 my vocal cords being messed up. Yeah. 
I used to never shut up. I used to never listen to nobody. Now, I listen. And um, it's crazy what just listening would, wow. would do. So. I mean, that's, that's super powerful, right? Yeah. Right there. You reminded me of something that... Um, that was impactful for me when my kids graduated from kindergarten and the, the principal went up in front of all the parents and she said, what do you think is the most important thing that we wanted to teach all of your kids? And everybody's like, equality. She's like, no. Um, love, no. Um, kindness, no. She yeah, says, listen. listen. The most important thing in life is learning how to listen to other people. And we try to teach them as early as possible. So it's really interesting that you said that. People love to talk. Yeah. And all you got to do is smile and listen. And they'll love you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I used to think so different. Yeah. I used to think I had to entertain. And that when they were talking, I was just thinking of the next thing I was going to say. Right. And uh, I had it all wrong. Right. It's very common. Yeah. So when I saw you, I went to the hospital. It might have been, I don't know. You probably don't remember. No, I you, don't, but I was told and I'm very thankful well, for Well, Brisa was there. Says uh, a lot. Yeah, well, thank you. Brisa's sister was there. Um, and, I mean, you were late. I just want to tell the podcast listeners, to because maybe they weren't paying attention when it was happening. Yeah. But you were laid out, and it wasn't, nobody was really sure that you were going to come out of it. Right. Um, you yeah. Neck brace. All well, the they way were up. telling, I, I, you know, I was in a seven-day coma. They were telling Breeza that I had a serious brain injury because I had contusions and blood on my brain. Yeah. So they were telling her that I'm, you know, more than likely going to make it, but I would never be the same. That I was going to wake up and not be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine what she had to go through at that moment. Because, mm-hmm. man, if, if the tables were turned, yeah. that would have killed me. Uh, she handled it a lot better than I would have. For what she done for me in the hospital is just something I would never be able to forget. Absolutely. But you know, she has videos, and she's making. She made a documentary. It's gonna be three part. Right. She had videos that I was out. I was in a coma, and she would call my name and get my attention, and you could see my foot move or something. Right. So she was testing the waters the whole time, and kind of knew before I woke up that I was gonna be there somewhat. Right. Um. When I woke up, I honestly thought I got an accident that day. Uh, they, they, I woke up and I climbed up out the bed. Now, uh, they, I, they, I kept getting in trouble because I was ripping stuff out and stuff the whole time. But I climbed up, the doctor ran in, he's like, dude, sit down, brother, sit down. You've been a bad accident. I literally said, whoa, what did I do? <laughs> I thought I got an accident that day and I done did something stupid. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I was like, anybody got a cigarette? <laughs> I woke up and it, he's, the doctor's like, what's your name? Where are you from? Who's the president? For the president, I did say Obama. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm blessed. I, I'm lucky. Somebody still wants me here. Yeah. And honestly, I can honestly say this, man. I believe I'm here for a reason. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know so what that reason is yet, but I'll figure it out one day. So so that seemed to be definitely what, what I was hearing from Brisa and others, that you were very stubbornly trying to get 
you know, out of bed soon. You came to the Salon Republic holiday party. And I, somebody came up to me and they're like, Zito's here. I'm, so I went outside and you were there. I'm like, dude, are you okay? You're like, I'm good. I'm ADD. The oh doctor, every time I'm going to see him, he's like, bro, you're a freaking nature. He's like, you changed every aspect of my mind yeah. to someone healing. Yeah. Um, you lost your teeth. Yeah. You lost your, your vocal cords got what? Destroyed? Drink, see that cut? Oh, it, it like matches he right with it, your uh, cut tattoo. It perfectly. Damn. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Uh, it actually looks like it's part of the tattoo. Pretty damn good. <laughs> All right. So um, now I got this beautiful, sexy, raspy voice. Right. Women love it. You know. Like, <laughs> they just understand what I say. Yeah. <laughs> so how long from the time that um, you got laid up in the hospital? Almost. Nobody knew what was going to happen until the time that you were kind of on your feet and able to go home well eight days later is when i come to when i come to they couldn't keep me in the room i was uh i was i was ready to rock now granted i wasn't all the way there i didn't have no neck movement uh you had a body brace on right yeah a body brace and a neck brace i didn't i kind of had to learn how to rewalk some uh but in reality i was back mentally um, it took a little while for my short-term memory. Like when I first, five weeks later when I got out, I was like, ooh, let's go to, and just I'd brain fart. Uh, I said, it's like McDonald's, but it already serves coffee. Wow. I'm talking about Starbucks, you know? Yeah. So um, What short, does that feel like? It was really, it was really aggravating. <laughs> it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, Granted, I just took it as it is, but it's hard when you know something that's on the tip of your tongue, but you just can't get it. Right. I mean, when I can't think of a word, and I know the word is there, and I I mean, it happens during this podcast, and if it's in front of a live audience, it's embarrassing, kind of, and and then I just find another word that's not as good, and I keep going. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I just flipped the script. No one knows, because I still do that. What I notice the most about, I'm an educator. And I, I take it serious, you know. Um, whenever I have a main story or a subject, I build up to it. When I get to the subject, blank. Mm. I've been doing that a lot. And I think I was doing it more because I was expecting myself to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's one of the mental things. Mm-hmm. But um, once I get on stage, it always works out. And I'm able to, you know, switch subjects or mm-hmm. do what I have to do to get by. Right. All right. So... Um, Tell me what happened with your business because your business is primarily, you know, uh, yeah. b- being a sponsored artist, right? With these companies, and these companies pay you a lot of money to influence. be a representative of theirs. Yes. So what happened? Well, I was nervous about that. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I work for Matrix, you know. And when I first come to, I went to dinner. I called, I called one of the big guys, you know, over there. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry, bro. I got an accident. He's like, I know this. <laughs> and I was like, I just, I want you to know that I'll make it up. You don't have to pay me for these weeks that I was away. Um, sorry about the stuff that I had booked. And he's like, dude, stop, stop. Um, he, they, they said stuff to me that I'll never forget. As far as, freaking, you don't have to worry about nothing. You, you know, you're mm-hmm. getting what you, you deserve. Mm-hmm. Your payment's going to go through. 
and said, just don't go out there and give the world 50%. Mm-hmm. Don't go and give them 80. He said, you've been giving them 100 for way too long. Make sure you give them 100% before you come back. When you're, you're able to, yeah. I was like blown away. Oh, that's, that's Did you the, expect that? No. It meant a lot to me. It's great. Um, I, I'm lucky enough to work for Matrix. Matrix is a good company. And that's the reason I joined is because they build like a family in there. You know, their educators haven't been there a year or two. They've been there 20, yeah. 30. So it's, um, I, got, I, got, I got lucky with that. That's good. Yeah. Um, what about your other brands? Everybody was pretty damn cool. It's amazing. Yes. Every, every, every company I work with and work for was supportive in every way, man. And you know, it's a scary thing because you don't know how it's going to act and how people, what these companies are going to want, you know, what they expect. But in reality, apparently I was doing good before because they all gave me the respect that I needed. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So let's talk about before the accident, your mindset, your lifestyle and everything compared to after. This is one thing I'm going to tell you. Man, I thought I was invincible at the end. I was at the top of my game. I could make anybody laugh in the room. I could show you how to do inspirational cuts and colors. And I was I was on fire. Great things are happening for me left and right. And um boom. I wasn't invincible. Do you do you think this kind of sense of invincibility maybe made it more likely that you're going to get in an accident? Um, no. I think that it's some kind of lesson from somewhere, some higher power, and it was just waking my ass up, saying, get up, wake up, don't be stupid. Because in reality, when I moved out to L.A. from Louisiana, I, um, I was changing mm-hmm. slowly, but surely. Um, as far as in Louisiana, everybody's nice. It's good people. Mm-hmm. Just like you're from Texas, you mm-hmm. know that? Mm-hmm. If your car breaks down, five people's going to stop and ask if you need help. Mm-hmm. They might be the scariest looking guys you've ever seen, but they mean well. Um, then I go out there to uh, L.A., and it's a different world. Um, I was becoming colder and colder. It went to where people would come up on the street Every time I had a cigarette, five or six people asked. But it got to, I was getting so cold of, if someone was having a seizure, I'd probably just walk by. You know, uh, which wasn't me and it never was. Yeah. I was just quick change over, you know, short period of time mm-hmm. in people's eye. And, and uh, I, I just wasn't being very smart about it. Yeah. You know, in some cultures, urban cultures like we are here in LA, it's hard because there's so many people and everybody's scratching at each other trying to get up, right? Yes. And there's a big pyramid of humans and people are scratching. Yep. You don't want to get caught at the bottom. I experienced that moving when I moved out here from jump because everybody who come at me right at the beginning, that's the sharks. Yeah. It was the one who, the ones who came to you more naturally, slower pace, and what yep. you know, that's the ones that I become closest with. Right. Life lesson, right? Yes. Okay, so you basically have now been <laughs> been forced to, to talk less and listen more. Yep. Right? Yes. 
So what are you doing with that now? Oh, it would work. Yeah, well, well, well I mean, with, this, with, the, with, the, with the second chance. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, with the second chance, I'm revamping myself in a lot of ways. I'm focusing on stuff that is very important to me in my industry that I was uh, just letting sit by the wayside without showing it as much as attention as it deserved. And, um, and, and this is physical. So your, um, your vocal cords got fucked up. Yeah. And what's, what's the, the status of them going forward? Can you fix them? Are they going to get stronger? It isn't fixable, but it is where um, a, a little procedure that helps my voice project more. Okay. So exercises to learn how to project. Yes, not exercises. So you got two um, voice calls slapping up against each other. Yeah. That's what makes your voice. When it first got paralyzed, I didn't, I didn't know in the hospital. Nobody knew. But it slowly started to deteriorate. Now you hear that windy sound I make. It's because I got the vocal cords ain't hitting. One's trying, but that wind's blowing out. So um, there's a procedure. Um, breast augmentation. No, it is. It is. Uh, I thought you said breast augmentation, but I wasn't sure. Breast coil augmentation. <laughs> they go through and they, they, they pump it up. At the beginning, it wasn't that noticeable because when I first paralyzed it, it was swollen. It was bigger. Now it's deteriorating, and they go in and they pump it up with collagen. When is that going to happen? Uh, in, a, in a few weeks. But, are you excited uh, about that or are you scared about it? I, I, I'm excited. You can shoot me right now. I'll be happy. Um, the non-voice thing has been the most irritating, stressful shit a man should go uh, through. I couldn't imagine. As somebody, I lived off my voice. Yeah, you know, I lived. Yeah. And, uh, Couldn't uh, imagine. So you've been on stage since then, though, right? Yes. If you, and yeah. how is it working out? Numerous times. Numerous. They strap you oh, up with great. a with a headset like you're wearing now, yep. and they just amplify you. Yep. I tell them, crank that bad boy up. <laughs> and it, and it works good enough. People can it hear. It works you. great. Uh, you know, this past week I was in Russia, and that interpreter, who's known to be good, Russia's a hard one when it comes to interpretation because. Everything's so different. My interpreter was the man. You know, he had a personality, and uh, he was just reading to me in my ear, and I was just talking. Yeah. It was great. That's amazing. And for the listeners, by the way, Ricky, like, when's the last time you slept? Because you just got off the plane from Russia, so you're probably on Russian time right now. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so messed up mentally. <laughs> um, and we're, we're um, it was almost unfair to interview you right now because it's like 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday night. You just came in from Russia, but we were here together. So like, how can you, how can you say no? Get it done, you know, get it done. So I always like talking to you anyway, Eric. Thank you, man. So um, any lessons that you want to give to people? Maybe think about the people who are in the frame of mind, in the lifestyle that you were before the accident. What do you want to tell those people? Um, life's shorter and more delicate than you ever would think, honestly. Uh, I, th I thought I was invincible. And I'm sure some other people out there think they are right now. But at the drop of a dime, man, it can change everything. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy. It's a, it's a horrible feeling, but it's also a good feeling. Yeah. Because uh, I almost lost everything, man. Yeah. I've been blessed in ways that is uncomprehendable. Yeah. Like, granted, I didn't have insurance. 
It was a brand new bike and it had nothing on it. My bill was 482 grand. I was like, uh-oh, I'm going back home. I thought, you know, damn it, I made it through it, made it through my accident, but here I got to make it through this again. Yeah. So that was very scary. But either way, is if you're 1099, you need to talk to a financial advisor because you're covered. Yeah, you're talking about insurance, health insurance. Yes. Okay. That's amazing. You know, I actually today this is the third time that I've talked about disability. I've talked about insuring hairdressers and, and beauty professionals in general insuring their hands. Oh yeah. Right. Because the question I like to ask everybody is like, what keeps you up at night? What's your biggest fear? Stuff like that. And and I get that. I get that answer if I break my hand, right? I mean, if you guys break your hand, both of your hands or whatever. Yeah, screwed. Screwed. If you don't have health insurance in general, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, anything could happen, and you could be at the top of the game and go to the bottom real fast. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I advise everybody, don't be a fool like me, man. Don't be a fool. A little small price a month might seem like a lot, but you never know. It's uh, it's scary. Yeah, it is. You know, I was lucky I made it through it, and um, I tend to get lucky, you know. I yeah. really do. I'm blessed. Absolutely. And uh, I know it. I feel it. Somebody still wants me here. And, it, and, it, and if they do, they want you to help other people, right? They do, and that's what I... Kind of correct things. All right, so I started out this education, and then I was excited just so I get myself out there, my name, mm-hmm. my brand that I was building. Now, I get the biggest thrill of sharing what I know. All right, nothing feels better than when I look at somebody and I see it click. I see them get it. I explained to them for two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. but when they get it, it's a feeling that I can't explain. It's something you can't buy. Right. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, g- giving something valuable to somebody is very, it very is. satisfying. Yes, it? it is. That's why I get up every day. It takes me a little while to warm up. Like, I really got to wake up and I'm stiff everywhere. Yeah. It takes me five minutes to like get your back my and blood your movement. Yeah. But I don't complain. I put one foot in front of the other and I go about my day and I do the best that I can in every day. Yeah. And I'm hopefully, and the main reason I do it is maybe just to influence that guy. That guy that's having a hard time, you know. Or that one that got an accident and thinks he, he's never going to amount to nothing there, you know. Or the one that, that's doing hair and it just isn't clicking right now, you know. Yeah. They got family issues, something that they can say that I get up every day and do it, not complain, yeah. just to show them that help them that they can do it as well oh yeah you know life's hard man life is hard it can hit you with a bomb real quick or it can be beautiful it ain't how you get knocked down it's how you get back up Mm -hmm. and it's how you handle your day Mm -hmm. every you know don't worry about next week next year yesterday Mm -hmm. worry about today and what you're gonna do today to be the best you can be and life will get easier even when you get knocked down for eight days. Yeah, oh yeah. But like, say when life knocks you down, boom. Get back up, you dust yourself off, and you say, you hit like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be the title of the episode. 
life, you hit like a you bitch. Hit like a bitch. <laughs> I don't really want to tempt fate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, what? Else, anything else you want to say about about the the accident and getting oh. better? I just want to say it. I'm thankful, man. Honestly, I'm thankful, and um, I'm thankful to everybody that was watching and 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 really watching closely and paying attention. Tonight, I heard a hundred times. Man, I'm so glad you're doing good, bro. I'm so glad you're you're back on your feet and doing what you love. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. So many people loved me that I didn't even realize. You know, Isn't that um, amazing. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. Most people don't have that. No, I'm very, it's very a fortunate to have that. And um, I do not take it for granted. And um, I will help anyway in any way I can. I'm, I'm thankful for the love that I'm and the appreciation I've been getting. All right. So, moving forward, you know, the next six months, the next two years, you got any plans that are exciting? Yes. <laughs> Come on, don't be coy. I got. Uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, I got Matrix is coming out with a Hair Godzilla Edition cult. Seven products that I've been creating, going back and forth, and uh, I'm I'm excited, very excited about it. So it's gonna have your name on the box. Yes, love it. Well, it was gonna have Ricky Zito, but Hair Gods. The Hair Gods <laughs> the brand, man. The Hair Gods yeah, the so, brand. So, so what, cool. what colors are they? Well, I got a few colors, and I and the names. This is where we have the hardest part. Okay. You know, it's, it's L'Oreal. You got to deal with a lot of logistics. You can't just put out anything. Yeah. One of the colors that I have a hard time creating, and I create, all my colors are custom, is burgundy. Oh. Like a beautiful dark maroon. You know, it's so hard to create. Mm. And I wanted to name it Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and they said no? Well, you know, logistics and stuff, Ron Burgundy. Of course. Might not be right. So, uh, so they're not going to let you do it? That one's going to be named Ruby. All right. Yeah. That's boring. Another a silver. It's like a baby blue silver. Okay. I wanted to name it Zeppelin. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logistics. I think yeah. we named it Bambino Blue. Oh, Because I right. wanted baby blue, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. But, That's uh, not bad. No, it's not bad. Okay. It's cool. Uh <laughs> I just wanted to create stuff. I use cult, cult only. I believe in them. The color line speaks for itself. And I wanted to create what I think the line's missing. My Pandora's box, you know. Okay. And uh, easier said than done. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, lot of moving parts when it comes to stuff like that. that yeah, I'm sure. Don't even, that you don't even think about until. Yeah. Yeah. You know how it goes. I know how it goes. All right, how so many places you building right now? Well, we got 20. Well, 20. well we're, we're building six right now, so we'll have 20 up by the end of the year. A lot of moving pieces. Yeah, 19 years. You know? 19 and years. And you can never actually be fully prepared for that. That's absolutely right. I mean, even after doing 19, you know, the, or I'm sorry, 20, the 20th is going to kick us in the pants. <laughs> they you all kick us in the pants. Whether yeah. it's the city making it hard or Has the contract. Has one ever just been easy? What's that? Has there ever been one that just easy breezy? The no, of course one. not. 1990 no. never, huh? <laughs> I, you know, and, and as I tell my team, almost on a weekly basis now, I say if it's easy, everybody would be doing it. Damn right. Don't expect it to be easy. Expect it to be That's hard. Right. So that when the problems crop up, you're not surprised and you don't get down. Yep. That's the same thing with our industry. 
if it's easy, then everybody would be doing it. Yeah. If it wasn't hard work, you know? Yeah. Life's a bitch, because if life was a slut, it'd be <laughs> way too easy. <laughs> <laughs> we can name it. We can name the episode that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know I'm the worst, man. All right. You've been up a long time. I don't want to keep you a long time. Anything else? Last words. Uh, Love hair, man. It'll love you back. Wise words. All right, brother. Rock and roll. (laughs) Thanks so much. This is awesome. Later, Eric, man. I always enjoy talking to you, bro. All right, guys. I'm back. Next week's Pondaloot will be $150 for you to spend on anything at amazon.com. It's a gift card. For a chance to win, write a review on the Apple Podcast app or stitcher.com for Droid users. The review has to include your exact Instagram handle so I know who you are. Make sure you're following the Hair Game Podcast and Love Eric Taylor on Instagram, and then I put your name in my bag. Each week, I pull a name and I announce the winner at the beginning of every episode. You have to be listening to win so you can DM me your mailing address. If you don't win, Keep listening because your name stays in my bag, in my office. You can win any week on any episode. For complete details, go to salonrepublic.com. Next week's episode will be with, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, Hair by Miss Kelly O. Until then, have a great week.